Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ace on Music. Uh, I'm your host, Ace Trump. I'm here joined, as always, with by my producer, Mark, and by my assistant, Sean. So first show of 2021, and we are recognizing the, the interesting situation that we're in Cal here in California, where we're under mandatory lockdown and that sort of thing. So we had to find a creative way of doing this show through the internet and such things but mark being the wizard that he is managed to arrange all this so onwards and upwards so so first uh everything go okay over the holidays with you guys yeah everything was good i mean it's been a rough rough ride this last couple months you know that uh but uh, yeah made it through maybe a little five pounds heavier but uh okay <laughs> <laughs> all right Mark, everything go okay with you? Yeah, Ace. I mean, we're we're rocking. We've uh, changed the studio around, so we're COVID safe, and everybody's still healthy, and we're hiding away. So, yeah. Awesome. So, over the break, I it was kind of nice because I got the opportunity to go through. Well, you can imagine that we get so busy with what we're doing that sometimes music piles up. You know, new new music and everything. So. Over the last few weeks, I've had the opportunity to filter a bunch of stuff that I had been meaning to get to, which, which was great. And but it, it led to me wanting to go check out some of the visuals on these bands as well. And I got to thinking, in today's day and age, now that we're here in 2021, and where the video part of being in a band is so much more important, I still had to wonder about the halcyon days in the 80s when we had MTV and and much music when I was living up in Canada and such things, and how dominant and important music videos were for an artist back then. And, and I was thinking about it as compared to now, because we still do music videos, but it's a different world. I mean, back in the, in the earlier days of, of MTV and much music, there was some titanic budgets being spent on making music videos and i'm sure that some artists are still paying those bills but it did make me think about what is the place of music videos in 2021 and and how important is it for a band to have videos and such things like that so first um i'm probably a little bit older than most listeners of this program but um thinking back to the way videos were presented in the 80s i mean that was such an important part of the music experience back then i mean it was such i think it, it, there was a certain novelty factor involved as well because before much music or mtv we had sporadic views of the artists that we love like i remember as a very young kid when i first got into queen I desperately wanted to see what these guys look like live. And this is before YouTube or anything like that. But we did have our outlets. Like, uh, how many of you remember the show, The Midnight Special? Do you remember that one? No? I was a little okay, young. well. I had, I, I had to well, uh, go to bed at a certain time. I think that, I believe that was right after Johnny Carson. <laughs> is that correct? Well, I, I, it, we it was Canada. always on very late. But, yeah, but that I, was a I, cool show. Carson. <laughs> but <laughs> the Midnight Special was cool because every week they would have a few of your of the bands that I was so so enamored with, and I finally get to see. Oh, that's what Aerosmith looks like live, or that's what so and so looks like live. 
So midnight special, I know that every time the TV listings would come in uh, into the house for the week, I would pour over them and find the listings for the various shows they loved and see what artists were going to be featured that week. And boy, oh boy, I remember when uh, Queen did Tie Your Mother Down on there once and I finally got to see the whole thing. It was pretty amazing. So, and then during when MTV and, and Much Music blew up, you had spinoff shows. The networks wanted to get involved because they had kind of missed the boat. Do you remember, were you ever exposed to a show called Friday Night Videos on on uh, on network TV? Did you ever see that one? I, I, yeah, no. I remember Friday Night Videos. No, I, I remember Friday Night Videos. Yeah, it was okay. on, uh, I think well, it was on Saturdays. I believe it, like midnight Friday night? or something. <laughs> Wouldn't have been oh, Friday well, night. <laughs> it, well, it was on Friday at midnight, so it went into Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was on very late. Okay. <laughs> but what was unusual about Friday night videos and why I loved it, and, and as weird as it sounds, I still have episodes that I have on dusty old videotapes in some corner somewhere. Because not only do they play music videos, but they they kind of walked on the wild side. They would play these short art films, and they would play... And they wouldn't stick to just pop stuff. I mean, I mean, you're sitting there in, in, in one of the rooms in my house with a lot of my residence posters behind you. The residents were on Friday night videos. So, I mean, that shows you how, how diverse that show could be. But, uh, you know, and then, and then, of course, it started going in an entirely different direction. And I'm... And I'm it's maybe not started with this, but this was certainly the, the, the milestone post. And that was when uh, Michael Jackson had the Thriller album and it was doing so well. And then he decided to get John Landis, uh, the famous director who did films like, you know, uh, American World in London and Animal House and things like that, and got him to direct this video for his... And to call it a video, you could almost call it a mini movie at this point. I mean, Thriller... Thriller changed the game. Do you remember the first time you saw that video? Oh yeah, I loved it. Oh, it's a price. <laughs> yeah, right. Vincent Price did the the voiceovers, yeah. of course. Yeah. But um, that, and I heard that it had an astronomical um, price tag attached to it. So, but um, you know, but. All of those halcyon days of music videos and all that wonderful stuff, that's not really where we're at. We don't even have MTV anymore, at least not in the context of it playing music videos and such things. So, um, Mark, do you remember the first time that you saw the Thriller video? Oh, my gosh. I mean, we were uh, we were. We were rocking. Now, I was right in high school. I was right at the dance uh, guys and girl dance going out to the middle school and uh, or you know doing our thing. So <laughs> Thriller was everything. We were learning how to dance from Thriller, learning learning everything. So first kisses, you know, the whole, the whole Thriller experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I mean, Thriller was so big, they would release video cassettes that you could buy and it would sell as many copies as most albums. I mean, it was crazy, right? But um, today... For the video? In today's... What's that? Wasn't there like a big countdown for the video before it came out? It was like being advertised for a long time. And I believe there might even been making clips of it coming out before the oh, actual definitely. video and, came out. Uh, 
I mean, and then you had the, the you had the long version, and then you had the the one where it just picked up when the zombies start the music and everything. But mm-hmm. but you know, in today's day and age, it's now all about Facebook and YouTube and things like that. And when you're making, speaking from my own experience, when we're making music videos uh, for our artists, it is targeting purely YouTube people. I mean, people are, are turning to YouTube to find music and use it as a platform. And, and, and the budgets are considerably different. I mean, I don't know how much money they spent on Thriller, but I know it was in the millions because you know it was in the it was in the press then, and Michael Jackson had paid most of it out of his own pocket, I think, because he just wanted to do this. But to put it into context, um, you know, I think that uh, on average, when I sign a, a record deal these days, the label asks for three videos and contributes like ten thousand dollars or something like that to make three videos. So you're not doing a thriller type thing anymore, and you know it's it's <laughs> right. evolved, it's evolved into things like lyric videos and stuff. But I'd just be curious, um, out of the last let's say ten years, because we're all active music fans, in the last ten years, what are your favorite videos that you've seen? Mark first or me first? <laughs> you. All right. Well, uh, you know, I've never been a big music video fan, but the ones that really stick out to me are like the Peter Gabriel video, Sledgehammer, like the psychedelic ones. Uh, I mean, I like Tools uh, videos. Okay. Uh, tools are yeah. interesting, yeah. yeah. But in the last uh, 10 the years, what are the ones that have struck you? The Gorillas? Probably the okay. Gorillas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Gorillas. I mean, they, they the whole concept of an animated band comes with you know a natural visual element but yes, uh, sure. again you know I, i've also seen amazing things like uh, i remember when queens of the stone age did their last record they did a video for every single song on the record and released them you know it was almost like a, an ongoing story that it went through every track and uh what was that one called like clockwork and yeah. uh but what do you think the 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 place of the music video is in 2021? What you've worked for a while now in the music industry with me. What is your opinion of the music video now? Well, I guess with today's today's age of uh, short attention spans, let's just say it's kind of it's got to really come out and strike you on the nose. You know, it's. Uh, I don't know, you know, uh, when I see a cool video, I like it, but there's really no, not much platforms for it. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, it's, it's a hit or miss, correct? When you put out these videos, if it... Well, it, you have to question what it's about. I mean, when, when we put out a music video for one of our artists, it's more or less tied, obviously, to the press release about the particular single and all that. But that kind of, between Spotify and YouTube... That's two of the three major streaming outlets, and that's how people are going to see it. But it's, I don't, do you, do you think that people still sit down and just watch music videos from like one after another, like we did when MTV was playing? No, I don't believe so. I, I mean, you know, I sit that, there and I watch, I, I watch my, <laughs> I sit there and watch my 11 year old 
uh, nephew who is a major music fan, but when he goes through YouTube, first of all, he'll just he'll flick through it as fast as nothing, and like if it doesn't catch him like now, he's on to the next thing. So, yeah, correct. So I, I am more optimistic when it comes to music videos. The, the, the first, my connection uh, to music videos right now that I see incredible cutting edge work day after day is with Passenger, who has mastered the idea of being able to go out with a guitar and come up with a cinematic look all the way to complex animation that is, um, it's called pixelation, which is a form of animation that involves the human body. Uh, we also had the opportunity to work on Broken Bells, Good Luck, where we did an innovative style of laser work. We're talking about between 300,000 and several million. Um, we just worked on uh, on another video from, an, from another rap uh, hip-hop star where we it had two and a half million views in a week. So my my wow. my sense is that whether it's small budget or big budget, you're tapping into YouTube, which is the number one search engine in the world. And if you want to be found, you need something out there holding that place. And if you can tie that video into other other forms, you're tapping into uh, the the way people are finding stuff. And so I think it's relevant. And whether you're whether you're doing it on the cheap, you can still do it at a greater quality than ever before so i think it's valuable well that's an interesting thing that you just brought up there and mark i'd be interested to know you know you've been you've been in the the visual aspect of of music for a long time and you've been through it for for decades now so you're in a position out of the three of us to really address this how have music videos changed Besides the quality of the equipment, obviously we have a better picture quality and everything. But fundamentally, how do how did videos change over the last twenty or thirty years as far as how artists are represented? Has there been a lot of change, or is it just variations on a theme? You know, it, it's an interesting point. I, I I've always believed in story, and I think that whether you're talking about Thriller or you're talking about one of the other videos from Passenger or you're talking about any of these other videos that we talk about, good luck. We, we run, we won all kinds of awards for that particular piece. And the reason, while we're really proud of all the effects, and I mean, it took us probably two months of nothing but laser cutting to create the stop motion thing, was it was a story. It was a great story, visually interesting. It basically was a mini movie. And, um, you know, I, I know that uh, lyric videos and things like that are being used to hold place. So it, we know that people like to go in and they watch, they sing along and, and whatnot. But I think the opportunity to do it all within a budget is, uh, is, is really special. And what I think is exactly the same is that a good story is watched over and over and over again. And it inspires some sort of a reaction amongst the person seeing it. You nailed uh, one of the biggest innovations, I think, that that the uh, the internet era of music videos has brought to us, and that is the lyric video. Uh, for those of you who don't understand what I'm saying is a lyric video, usually you see these where the the single is being played, and then images, or or sometimes just a static screen is presented, and then you see the actual lyrics to the song come up. Uh, in various ways. Now, there's some really creative, wonderful things that are being done with these, but 
from a manager's point of view, uh, lyric videos are very much like you said, Mark, a, a stop, a stopgap. They they're a placeholder. I mean, if you if if you're an artist, you're not going to spend tens of thousands of dollars uh, unless you're a, a very big name artist on doing a music video day. You just can't afford it. So a lyric video, you can get a decent lyric video done for two three hundred dollars, and then you'll have your your artist represented on YouTube with something but you're right it, it, it i think i think that play field has done something else and that is that when you do have a new remarkable video come out that is presented it it rises among the pack more than usual just because it there it, it, it there is so much sort of floatsome and jetsome out there if you know what i mean so have you ever seen a lyric video sean that made you go wow that was really cool uh well the ones we worked with <laughs> <laughs> so sean what in the last oh say five years with the exception of course of the videos that we worked on um have you seen anything out there on lyric videos that made you go wow that's pretty damn cool or that's pretty innovative you know honest i'm going to be honest with you being a, a rhythm section drummer i'm not a big lyricist um I have not really seen too many uh, lyric videos out there that caught my eye to where I'm like, wow. But uh, I, yeah, there's a couple that I can think of. I, I just can't, I can't remember the names of the videos. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Well, you know, I haven't seen many that, that blew my mind either. And, and, you know, we, we try to do some interesting things with ours, you know, the, but speaking to an, an emerging artist, what I'm telling you now is don't spend a ton of money on your music videos. There are better avenues for you to be using your promotional money that you managed to get together. And you can get, like I said, you can get an inexpensive video done for your single for you know less than $500 that will at least get you a presence on YouTube and, and various other media outlets and 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 do that so don't don't be thinking that we're back in the halcyon days of of mtv and you need to do these elaborate productions and get suckered for spending thousands to make one because it's just not going to help there are better ways to spend your money but that being said if you're going to do it do it right because this is the one thing you have to remember about the internet is it never goes away once it's posted there it's posted there forever so make sure this is how you want your your band to be represented. Um, Mark, what 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 advice would you give to emerging artists about about their videos and and what how they represent themselves? Well, I would take what you just said, but go a little bit further and say, but you still have to have a presence on video, even if you're going to just show an album cover and music. Whatever you do, you are missing the search engine. People are browsing through YouTube. They are connecting through YouTube. It doesn't seem like a lot, but lacking a video presence is like not existing. And um, I, I, I agree with everything you just said. My only caveat is that you don't get to ignore video. You don't get to think in terms of music and not be part of the actual business because you will not be found unless you're there. Agreed. So... If you were if if you were going to talk directly to an artist right now, 
what where would you send them what what resources are out there available for them to try and get this sort of thing done obviously your your company does this sort of thing so what what advice would you give to them about finding the proper helpers if you care to use that term yeah i mean it's hard we have an ego right we we think that we know what we're doing when it comes to video and and therefore you need to call us the, the bottom line is that I think we all have an intuitive sense as to what looks right and cameras are everywhere and you can you can just get that camera on and, and play around, pay attention to making sure the sound is good, that it's fairly well lit. And if your song is good, your video will be fine. Um, it's, it's always been about the content. And, and then the other thing is have, have fun. Don't, don't get caught up in all those things that us pros get caught up in. Just if, if you're having fun, that will translate. Um, if you have at, if, if you have an emotion to share, share it. Um, and, and once you're out there, I think good things will, good things can happen. Fantastic. Okay. Well, um, I guess that's, uh, that's all I got to say on this topic right now. But uh, when you are going to go do a music video, make sure you go out there and look at all kinds of ideas. There, there's some incredible stuff that can be done today and is being done today. And with the the amount, the tools that you have, the you know the the resources, the the the, the stock photo and video banks out there, you can get some pretty incredible stuff. And there's also, depending on where you're situated and, and, and that sort of thing, there's incredible people like Mark Studio and, and, and similar things in your city and all that sort of thing who, will, who do have the ability to do some pretty incredible stuff these days. And, you know, again, with the, the equipment, like obviously we film with Mark and all that sort of thing, and, and they do so many video projects there. But just the sheer technology, technological advances that have happened have done some pretty amazing things, so... Anyway, um, I want to thank both uh, Mark and Sean for for uh, joining me here today. I also want to do a shout out to our buddy in uh, in Belfast, Ireland, Mark Highlands, who does a lot of extra work on the show and and adds graphics and all these wonderful things to to some of the to augment some of the work that uh, that Mark here in LA is doing. And I want to thank all of you for your continued support. You can always send us emails to the acetalksmusic at gmail.com address. Feedback on the shows, maybe questions you have or uh, ideas for other shows that you'd like, to, you'd like to hear about. And we also do our secondary show called the Ace, After, Ace on Music After Hours show, and that's on the Patreon platform, which is at patreon.com slash aceonmusic. Love to join, have you join us over there and see what shenanigans we get up to there. So welcome to a hopefully more prosperous 2021. And until we see you next week, stay safe. <laughs>